0: Hello and welcome to the Lioncast, the ICS podcast made entirely by the students of ICS. My name is Henry, and today I'm filling in for Connor, who is normally the host. Before we start, however, be sure to check out our sister program, the Lions Radio Network, which you can find at intermountainchristian.org at the bottom of the homepage, And now we will go to our birthdays this l- week with a list of everybody that you need to say happy birthday to. This week's birthdays are Casey Hoare in 11th grade and on the 14th, Job Constantino, also on the 11th grade, his birthday is on the 15th, Lydia Pham in 7th grade on September the 15th, third grader Caleb Fletcher has a birthday on the 15th, Lillian Sevens in 3rd grade as well has a has a birthday on the 17th, and Sophia Gamble, who is in second grade, and that birthday will be on the 18th. Happy birthday to Petra Maurer in kindergarten, and her birthday is on the 13th. Happy birthday to everyone from here at the Lioncast. This week's joke of the week is, what do you call a sleepwalking nun? A Roman Catholic. Every week, we find a blessing for the ICS community, and this week's blessing is that we were able to continue in the fine tradition of going to Big Canyon because of Stuco's hard work in raising about $5,000. And now we go to news and announcements. A math tutor for upper elementary for an hour a day is needed on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays from 9.30 to 10.20, and Wednesdays from 11.35 to 12.20. If this sounds right for you, reach out to the Miriam Finney at mfinney at intermountainchristian.org. Picture Day is coming up on September 15th, 2022 for the entire school. Please make sure not to wear greens as a new green screen will be used for the background of the pictures. Parent-teacher conferences are on September 21st and 22nd from 3.30 to 7 p.m. Parents' Night Out is on September 16th from 6 to 9 p.m. The age limit is six months to sixth grade. sign up, email Kelsey Hiley at khiley at org. That's all this week has to offer. Thank you, Patrick. And now we go to my interview with Mr. Whitstock. He is a new teacher this year. He teaches middle school and high school. Um, middle school, he's an English teacher. And for us high schoolers, he does debate and social studies. Thank you
1: for joining us today. Now, let's begin. Um, what made you decide to come here to ICS? Well, I came here because my family moved out here while I was in college. And so after I graduated college, I was looking for a teaching job. Um out in Utah and I was specifically looking for a private school teaching job, a Christian school teaching job. Uh, there's not a lot of options for Christian schools out here, and so ICS was really a good option because it was the only one. It also was happened to be hiring high school history, high school debate, both of which I had experience in, and middle school English as well. Hmm. Um so you mentioned you lived in Virginia, correct? I went to college in Virginia. I grew up in Chicago, in oh, the state of Illinois. Okay. So interesting. Um Do you have any brothers or sisters? I have one younger brother. He's currently at the University of Utah, which is one of the reasons why my family moved out here. Hmm. Um, He's studying marketing at the University of Utah, uh, and he just transferred from Westminster College, which is also in Salt Lake City, where he ran cross-country as well. Okay, cool. Um, What would be your dream job aside from teaching? Well, you have to cheat because you have to say aside from teaching. Um, I really love to teach. It's definitely what I've been wanting to do for my whole life. Um, so this is kind of my dream job. If I wasn't teaching, I'd probably be like um, media relations or public relations of some sort. Um, so that's that's what I really like to do as well. Managing public expectations, talking in front of large groups. That's what I really like to do, which is obviously why I want to be a teacher as well. Um, but yeah, that's probably what I'd be doing if I wasn't teaching. I don't know. Is that my dream job? Let me think. It's my dream job. Yeah, I guess that's probably that. Yeah, okay. maybe working for NASA if I had any brain for aerospace engineering. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Um, so if you could go anywhere in the world, where would that be? If I can go anywhere in the entire world, I mean, it depends on the context of this question, like, and be safe while doing it, or, or is it like come with a dangerous? Because I would really like to go to North Korea, but it's not very safe for me to go to North Korea. I think going to like Sudan or South Sudan would be really interesting. But those places are kind of dangerous. The reason why I'd want to go there is because they're so interesting and dangerous. But like a place that's like not dangerous that I would like to go to, I'm not sure. Um, I really like scuba diving. So probably, I know there's really good scuba diving in the Indian Ocean. Probably Indonesia would be a pretty cool cool place to go as well.
0: Hmm. Cool.
1: Um, What was your favorite class growing up? When I was a kid, my favorite class was always science. Growing up, I always wanted to be a science teacher. Is what I wanted to do. My whole life, like I said, I wanted to be a teacher, but it was always science. Then when I got to high school, well, one, I realized you have to be smart to do science, which I was not. But secondly, I had really, really good history teachers in high school who sort of convinced me that history was definitely where the Lord had me. And um, I think they were right. I've really enjoyed learning history. I enjoyed majoring in history because I like to write essays a lot. Um, I like to do long writing, which you don't get to do as much for science. So yeah, I I think that worked out. But science was always my favorite class growing up. I think science is like everyone's favorite class because you get to do the cool experiments and roast marshmallows and all this stuff that you get to do in elementary and middle school. That's super fun. And then you go up and they're like, can I have to do real science? And then it just gets way more complicated. So yeah, Yeah. it's science.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Do you play any sports? Yeah. I'm actually the coach here for cross country. Um, I did cross country in high school and middle school. And then in college, I ran in all sorts of running clubs and running groups. I really love to run. I love to run out here too. It's really pretty out here, obviously. Um, There's a lot of good running out here. So yeah, it's been super great to move out here and and do a lot of running. Um, And the running in Virginia was obviously stellar. Running in Chicago, eh, not so much, but I still love to run growing up. I did cross country and track both in high school and in middle school. So Now then,
0: I know that our listeners can't see this map, but you have a map in that corner over there of the upside down world. Would you mind explaining that?
1: Yeah. So the map in my room, you know, like every history teacher on the planet, I have a map of the United States and the world in my room. Um, The map is not what you would typically think of as a map. North is pointing down in this map and South is pointing up. So the whole map looks flipped upside down, but all the letters that spell out the countries are right side up. So it's, it is the correct orientation. Um, That map is interesting to me because there's no reason why South is down in the world of maps. It's just kind of what we've decided but north being down is perfectly reasonable and correct, since the Earth floats in space without any sort of up or down. Um, and I think that doing it, I think it shows that we can look at the world in a different way. It's kind of what I want to encourage my students to do: is to to view the world in a different in a different way. And so that's why I have the, that map up on my wall. Um, a lot of students are like, "Wait, it's upside down!" And I'm like, "Nope, it's actually it's actually not upside down. There's no such thing as an upside down." You could also have east in the up and or west in the up, although that would put Antarctica in the middle of the map, which nobody cares about Antarctica, so <laughs> so that's why I don't do that. But yeah, south as south as up, perfectly reasonable, perfectly correct. No reason why it shouldn't be a thing. We're just gotten used to north being up, but south is up too. Interesting. And so I would assume that that ties into our um, theme of teaching for transformation. Yes, it does. Viewing the world in a different way um, definitely definitely elevates that because. You know, I think a lot of people, especially because I teach middle schoolers too, a lot of people think that the world is sort of set in its ways and everything's already been figured out and discovered and everything interesting's already been done. That's not really true. You know, there's a lot to do in the world. There's a lot of ways that you can change the world still. And in order to do that, you have to just see the world in a different way. When you think about the people who've changed the world in the most, you know, they didn't have this like brand new awesome thing that they did that was different from everybody else. They were just humans like any of us but they saw the world in a different or unique way that made it more interesting and, and made it easier to change. And that's what you have to do if you want to change the world.
0: Okay, cool. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for coming and doing this interview. For Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio listeners, please make sure to subscribe. This has been Henry. Thank you for, tuning, for listening to The Linecast, the ICS podcast made entirely by the students of ICS. Be certain to, turn, to tune in next time. Good day. Thank you.